Hey, this is Dust Kunkel with the Now Leading Podcast, and we're going to do a little something different today. Instead of interviewing somebody, I'm just going to take five minutes and focus in on a single word that captures a principle that we have noticed flowing through a number of the conversations we've already had on this podcast. I just thought it would be kind of a good time to take a little time out and to capture uh, just a thought or two that sort of is that golden thread that runs through so many of these conversations we've had so far. So if you're interested in what that one word is and what that principle is, then listen on to the Now Leading Podcast. Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves following his lead in the great Northwest. So I like to fly fish, and this summer I was up in the mountains with some friends, and particularly a friend of mine who has a son who's in his teens, and we were hiking out uh, from a mountain lake where we'd been fly fishing. Uh, The story really isn't about that. It's about the conversation that happened on the hike and how it connects to that one word I want to share with you today. We were hiking out, and uh, my friend's son, who is uh, 16, uh, started talking about a girl that he liked, the first girl that he's really liked, and and how he wanted to get to know her better, but he wasn't sure how. And and so the old guys on the trail with the young guy started giving advice, and each guy in turn started to share what they thought uh, he needed to know about being in a relationship. And as I was walking and thinking, it occurred to me that there is just one word that summed up what I thought about how to be in a good relationship with somebody. And it connects with uh, this podcast and a lot of the conversations that we've had on this podcast already. And so when it came to me in my turn, I looked at him and I said, hey, I just I have one word for you. And he, his eyes kind of opened wide and, and he said, one word that the other guys have been giving me lots of advice, whole paragraphs of advice. And I said, well, just, you know, there's more to it than one word, but it, I could sum it up in one word. And and he was really interested and he said, well, what is it? And I said, the word is curious. And he said, curious? I said, yeah, curious. You know, sometimes people tell you that listening is a good thing to do. And, and they're right. Listening to someone, being being open about hearing what they have to say. That's an important thing to be in a relationship. But I said, you want to go one extra step further. You really want to get to know somebody? Just be curious. Because curiosity is is thinking about someone without having a picture in your mind about them just yet. It's it's wanting to really know them for who you, they are. It's It's having a lens to look at them and focus in on who they are in a way that sees them for really who they are instead of what you hope for them to be. And if you go into a relationship with with someone that you think is really neat and you'd like to get them to know them better, chances are good that if you practice curiosity, uh, that relationship will grow. And even if you don't end up being together, she's going to walk away thinking that you really care about her, knowing that you care about her. His eyes lit up and he said, and he said oh, I'm going to try this curious thing. And I said, good. I, I hope it works well for you. I think it will. It's worked really well for me. Um, you see, my trouble is that, and like most people, uh, I often start out with an idea about somebody um, before I ever get to really know them. 
And the word curious, the principle of being curious can transform that whole dynamic and bring me to a place where I actually get to know them for who they really are. I know it, uh, it sounds simple, but it, 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 but it is a complex activity when you get into it. But it's different than just checking a bunch of boxes when you want to do outreach or when you want to care for your neighbor. So um, it makes me think of Jesus, actually, in John 5, 6, and in other places where he models being curious with people. John 5, 6, he walks up to a guy who's been paralyzed for years and years and years. And um, some people might think that this question that Jesus asks is a question that um, is setting the guy up for what's next. But I genuinely believe that first and foremost, Jesus really wanted to hear what he had to say. Jesus was curious. And he models that for us uh, so that we can learn how to be curious too. So Jesus says to this guy who's been paralyzed for a long time, do you want to be healed? It's just a really simple question. But I think it shows that that curiosity in Jesus' connection to people. And and what it does is it opens up a relationship with this guy in a new way so that he can begin to talk about what he's been dealing with. And the story goes on and the man starts to tell Jesus about the struggles that he's had getting into this pool that's known for healing people. And, and then Jesus ends up healing him. But it all starts out with Jesus modeling being curious. And, and so I'd like to set that in front of you, um, dear listener, because... If you've been listening along to some of these interviews that we've had with people in the field or some of the conversations with Paul, you'll notice that uh, we circle around and, and get into conversations about connecting with people that we may not know a lot about, people in our communities we want to care for, that we want to show unconditional love to. And being curious is kind of that foundational principle that allows us to connect with people um, without without having a picture in our minds already about who they are, which which can get in the way. I mean, think about the impact of being curious, okay? Here's some impacts. Let me just kind of run through the list for you. It changes the picture that I create in my head about the other person when I'm curious. And that picture is often inaccurate, right? It also actually relaxes me. You know, when I'm, when I'm uh, thinking about... Uh, trying to get someone's attention or um, how I look or um, how someone's going to perceive me. I get all I get all tight and anxious. But if I'm just curious about who they are and really want to get to know them for who they are, it transforms me inside. It, it relaxes me. It relaxes me in the conversation. I'm curious. I genuinely want to know. It shows the other person that I actually care because I'm asking questions and I'm, I'm sort of leaning in in a way that, that shows them that I want to know um, without having a preconceived notion of who they are. I mean, think about people who have been that way for you. Isn't that cool? When, when someone models being curious in your life towards you, how that just opens you up and, and you want to share more about who you are, right? It creates room for that relationship to happen. Being curious is less about checking boxes It's or being even super skilled at at listening. It's it's more about an attitude, and that's why I brought it up, because I think anyone can be curious, right? Even Curious George. Remember that story? That set of books? <laughs> He's always getting into trouble, but he was curious. 
If we practice curiosity over time and it becomes a consistent habit, it transforms our relationships. I really believe that. For my young friend on that trail, I think it will transform his relationship with not just with that first girl that he is attracted to, but with anybody that he spends time with if he practices being curious. It's about seeking to be a blessing to someone instead of hoping that somehow they're going to make my life better or give me something. It's connected to unconditional love, but it's probably the most tangible way that we can practice unconditional love with people. Even people that we think we know well, like spouses or children or best friends, curiosity, being curious, can transform a relationship. So there you go. There's that one word that uh, I thought I'd share with you. It's the golden thread that runs through so many of the conversations we've already had on the Now Leading Podcast. Here's some questions for you to consider, uh, either on your own or with a group of leaders that you're a part of, as you think about practicing being curious in new ways in your faith community. So here's just a, a short list of questions, and I'm sure that you'll have some of your own that you'll come up with as well. Who in our community do we not know? How could we get to know them? What kinds of problems are people trying to solve in our community? How could we help with that? How could we do things differently in the next month, the next three months as a leadership team, if all of us focused on being curious here in our faith community, in our church body, but maybe even in our, in our broader community, in our larger community? What conversations as leaders do we need to have about being curious if we want to see change happen? So those are just some questions for you going forward. Thanks for listening to this sort of unique kind of timeout podcast about being curious or curiosity. And I would invite you to consider at least one other thing as well. Uh, the Now Start Network is a groundswell movement across the Northwest that's bringing leaders together focused on starting new things. And there's a Now Start event on November 22nd and 23rd. And um, if you're curious about uh, reaching out in your communities, that's a great thing to come to because there will be a number of people there who are all focused on being curious in their greater communities about solving problems and starting new things. The focus of this particular event is going to be about the cultural makeup of communities and the rapidly changing dynamics and cross-cultural opportunities. There's going to be a couple of great speakers, Zabi Lopez of Lutheran Latino Ministries from Oregon and Aaron Putnam of Link from the Bay Area. Both are going to be speaking as well as some really cool network stuff. So if you're interested in, in this kind of stuff, I'd invite you to, uh, basically, you can just click the event tab on the nowlcms.org website and click the event tab and there's a registration process you can go through there. It'd be great to see you at this Now Start Network event on November 23rd, 22nd and 23rd. In the meantime, uh, keep practicing curiosity and I'll see you around the next bend of the river. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.